Get ready for the Organically Blunt Show, the podcast that dives deep into the world of cannabis with real informative conversations. Whether you're a seasoned smoker or just curious, light up and join the conversation. Let's get Organically Blunt. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to Organically Blunt. I am Jay Blaze, your host. I know it's been a few weeks since we've been here, but we're back in abundance and we have Eric from Thrive Probiotics here to tell his story and to kind of hear how things go with probiotics and keeping things healthy. So with that being said, welcome to the Organically Blunt Show, Eric, and thank you for joining us. Uh, well, thank you there, Jay. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate everything that you're doing for the, the community, man. Just just connecting people is so powerful. As, uh, Definitely. It's the reason why I'm here is just the support. The support in the community is unreal. Once you once you gain the trust and once you, you know, show that you got some skin in the game and you got, you know, you, you really want to see not just yourself succeed, but everybody, uh, it just makes life so much easier, you know? Definitely. Definitely. Good evening, David. Thanks for joining us this evening. Definitely. Definitely. So you're from New Orleans, you know, I, you know, most people say oh, Orleans. Yeah. The big easy. I, yeah. 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 Islands. I've only... I've only been through there a few times as a truck driver. One of the times was after the Hurricane Katrina. You know, I, I, I did make it through there. And, you know, I know that's uh, definitely a very touching area when it comes to things like that. Did you experience any of that firsthand living there before you moved? Oh, yeah, man. So I've been in New Orleans my entire life. That's been uh, it was like 31 years I was there. I'm 33 now. Uh, been out here for two years, so I've seen all those hurricanes, man. It's, it's been gnarly. And um, just before I had moved to Colorado, I got hit with Ida. Ida hit us in in 21, and uh, I had to replace my roof, fence, all kind of just crazy stuff while I was here. So I, it hit two weeks before I even moved here. It was just a nice little kiss goodbye, I guess you could say. A um, little icing on the cake, you know, to kind of change up your surroundings because, you know, the same things are going to keep happening and you're expecting, you know, things are going to change. You know, you think that uh, things are going to get better or maybe, you know, you're, you're, you're borrowing like you're borrowing time. Uh, so once I felt like that, I was like, man, let me change everything up, everything, everything. So wow. yeah, when going through Katrina was rough, man. I was young. I was only 15, 16, but seeing your family lose everything, you know, our house was thankfully okay. We were on some high ground. Uh, it was very selective on the levees, man. They blew up certain levees, flooded certain homes out, certain areas that they wanted gone. They blew those areas out, rebuilt them. Kind of like what's going on in Maui and like Hawaii. Uh, yep. It's kind of like the same thing that happened in New Orleans. You got to, you know, they, they selected what they wanted to come back and not and survive. And it's just a rude reality, but you know, you, you take the bad with the good, you know, you just you count your blessings when when you do make it out of things like that, okay. You know, make definitely, it out definitely. you know, your health, you know, the material things exactly. you build, you could always get those back. But your health, your family, your loved ones, man, your 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 legs, you know, your eyes, you'll never get that back. Right. Right. So we're going to take it back a little bit and we want to hear how you not only got into cannabis, but where your story kind of began with all of this and your company and to where you're at today. So can you kind of give us a rundown of 
your story, I guess you'd say, and we're going to just sit and listen to how it, how it unfolds, I guess you'd say. Man, I guess you could say uh, getting exposed to pharmaceutical drugs at a young age, the party scene at a young age, um, you know, hanging around that, that fast crew at a certain age, at a young age, and um, putting things into your body that, that, that altered your mind and you didn't you had no idea what that was quite doing yet but you knew that uh it felt good or you knew that you 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 felt things that other people didn't feel and you might have needed something else to help with that um and i was searching for those those things in like pharmaceutical drugs and um i remember taking like vicodin and uh like lexapro zoloft stratera uh things that were given to me and things that i actually got from friends you know just off the street and uh, from friends, like family members that were, you know, stealing them and giving them out kind of thing. It was way too easy. Uh, so just kind of being introduced drugs way too early, I guess you want to say, man. And um, uh, learning that uh, that we are drugs, that we crave these feelings, these experiences, these urges, you know, and a lot of us kind of like beat ourselves up about that. But in reality, we create drugs. We create these, these compounds, these elements, these things that change our mind. Dopamine and uh, 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 adrenaline, you know, these are all drugs that we can create. Um, and just that, that, that rush as a child, I guess you could say, going after that fix. Um, I was given, you know, a lot of, uh, I was taking these, these artificial, artificial synthetic drugs. And then I'm not only talking about those pain prescription drugs. I'm talking about the drugs in your food too. You know, eating a whole box of Fruit Loops. People don't realize what that could do to your, your mental, your mental health, you know, pounding down, you know, a whole box of Teddy Grahams thinking that Teddy Grahams was, was healthy, you know, and not, not understanding that that was pure sugar. You're mixing it now with with a Lexapro or a Zoloft or some antidepressant, and you're wondering why you don't feel good. So that was in like high school, man. That was middle school, you know, just not knowing. And then cannabis was bad. You know, you don't you didn't dump from the south, dude. You don't you don't touch drugs, alcohol. Yeah. You bring your dad a beer, and you you, right. you take one. You just don't say anything, and he don't even notice. So it was like one of those things where alcohol. And more of like you go to the doctor and you get drunk that night and you just take your, your prescription. You know, so it's kind of that lifestyle. Go to church, drink your beer on your weekends, you know, and then tell say hello to your neighbor. Right. Yes. So uh, cannabis was like not an option, not an option at all. Uh, so you, no one really wasn't offered to me, but I knew that I wanted these these uh, experiences. Right. And I was getting them the wrong way. Uh, like I said, through my through my diet, through my food, through my exercise, all that. Right. So um, long story short on that. I learned that once I started getting on, like uh, um, learning about my diet, then I at the same time, I started integrating cannabis. It was just kind of co-coedential. Uh, 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 how do you say it was coincidence? that these were both working. Cause this was after high school. I didn't start smoking cannabis until after high school. Um, I just believe that, you know, I don't believe in really put taking drugs or, or smoking or doing any type of thing until you're at least 18, 19, 20. If you do before, then, you know, kudos to you. 
Uh, but I do believe that, you know, your mind is still building, man. You got a lot going on when you're young and you don't want to just fully jump on into throwing a bunch of drugs into you and a bunch of compounds. Because like I said, you are drugs. You have the ability to create all these things. It's just we're not shown how to do it. Uh, and then you learn later on through life, through the through mistakes and through other things and other people uh, that you can control these thoughts, these emotions, these drugs inside your brain. Um, so uh, just learning about health got me more interested in cannabis because health wasn't really talked about and neither was cannabis. So I was like, hold on, there's got to be some type of correlation, you know, um, why a lot of my pothead friends were actually like uh, some of the older ones. They looked very young. They all looked young, like they all were kind of just chill. But then you see the other guys that were stressed out, the alcoholics were dried up. You know, uh, so you so at a young age, I started looking at those little details, um, you know, so it made me more attractive, you know, to the whole cannabis realm, the cannabis community. But there was no community down there. You couldn't talk about it. It was like, you know, it was against the Bible. It was against everything. It was against, you know, so you didn't really talk about it. You didn't have the community about it. So I was doing a lot of this by myself. And then once I started to fall in love with it. I started putting those bottles away. I stopped, just immediately stopped cold turkey. I didn't have to like get off of it. It was more of a, it was a slow process. And like still today, I still battle with a lot of the same things that I, you know, I took these antidepressants for these, these pain medications, or these different elements or these different, um, you know, these, these crutches. I still battle with some of these things today, but I tell you what, the cannabis on top of the good health, on top of the good environment meaning your friends your community the people who you're around each and every day play such a big part on who you are as like a, a human being you know how your your your, your daily processing goes um you know and, and without the community of the cannabis background like it, it's given me so much confidence to do what i want to do now because now i feel like hey i got some people watching hey i got some people supporting me hey i have some people actually listening to me because we all just want to be heard every once in a while you know we all we, we give you're, you're given two years, right, for to listen twice yeah. as much as you want to talk. But we still want to talk. We still got a little bit of that in there, you know. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And I know a lot where you're coming from with the with it not being talked about and stuff. My brother lives in Greenville, South Carolina, and uh, it's yeah, it's not allowed down there at all. You, well, like, still to go, day. Yeah, it's crazy. Still Definitely. to this day, man, my mom would send me articles on people that were good, get 25 years in prison, first offense for growing cannabis in New Orleans or uh, in, you know, she would send me local articles. Um, so it was, it was it was super scary, you know, having, you know, that you knew that you were doing something good, but it was bad, but you didn't quite understand why. But you knew that right. you had this power source behind you, pushing you because I started growing originally in 2010. And wow. that was that was when LEDs weren't even really you still had the CFLs like hydro light. It was hydro farm lights, the big box lights, you yep. know, glass pans. It was a nice little three, four hundred dollar light. You could buy it all day long. And that's what I first bought. I first bought the little Home Depot, little square cone lights, you know, and I mm -hmm. I just threw it in a closet with some bag. The whole bag weed story, you know, we were getting we don't you didn't you got whatever you got down there. And you didn't say yep. anything. And it was wrapped in in cigarette cellophane. It was always okay. wrapped in like 
if you got you, you had to get a big bag to get there. But you, most of the time, I got these silicone bags, and you smelled that that silicone a little bit, right? So you got a seed every once in a while. Kept some seeds and grew some plants, and they got destroyed. Uh, girlfriend at the time, uh, she she didn't like it, so so she decided they needed to go one day, and that fueled my my desire even more because I told myself that. I was going to find you again. I was going to grow you again. It's this weird desire that the plant put into my brain. Um, yep. because I knew that that was a part of my medicine, not necessarily taking a pill, but being connected with another living individual, another living thing that that was my medicine. Cause I didn't like being by humans all day long, you know, they, I'm the same I, way. Yep. You know, they kind of stress me out sometimes. I'm very personal. I love people, but at the same time, I love to be with just a plant and a cat yep. or a dog, you know, just an animal, just to have no really talking, just pure flow of energy. And she took that yeah, away from me. So when she took that away from me and I was like 21 years old, you just figuring out who you are, what you want to do in life. That hurt. But I knew it was illegal and I knew I was going to go to jail. So I stopped and I learned about soil. I learned about health. I was in uh, I learned about bonsai. I had a small history with my grandmother. She was a bonsai master astrologist. So I have a, a background in astrology. Uh, so, you know, you can get really deep on like when to plant seeds, the perfect like timing with the moon and if you can get really deep into that. Um, and it's very interesting. I, if you know anybody locally or if you know anybody, man, and dig deep into that. There's some true wisdom and true science into following the astrological chart and process of the planets of when we're supposed to eat certain things and when we're not and when we plant, when we don't. Um, I'm currently learning it right now. And uh, it's just some vast knowledge. But anyway, grandmother got me into bonsaiing and teaching me about properly stressing plants with giving them their minimal environment that they need, but having them grow uh, just the way you want them and be beautiful. It was a it was it's an art. Uh, so I took a little appreciation in that. And then I just met cannabis. I met uh, the, you know, the sativa. Um, and then, like I said, it was taken away from me. So that taken away really gave me fire. It really gave me fire. Right. To so that's, you know, we're we're talking about 2010. I grew for about two years. And that was that was I was trying. I was learning, I like, you know, killing some plants here, trying to clone, uh, you know, learning about uh, I forget. It was like 2010 when YouTube was just starting to put content out. It was yep. like so hard to find. It was the Bible. I had the hide uh, the grow Bible. I had Ho uh, Juan Cervez, uh something, something. Um, but it was very little, very little knowledge, man. Um, Jorge Cervantes. Jorge Cervantes. There you go. We, we, he's a good friend of mine. No I shit. actually have his. Yeah, I have his phone number and everything. We talk. No I've had him on the show a few times. Yeah, definitely. Really? Yes. 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 Right. We, we both. We both work with Seedsman. Um, Seedsman is growing, and a lot of my guests came from Seedsman, believe it or not. Seedsman, you know, they're like, hey, would you be interested in interviewing this person? And we're, we're going to be doing a lot more with Seedsman here in the next couple of weeks because they're redoing all that type of stuff right now. So be on the lookout. We have some guests possibly lined, excuse me, lined up in the future here, but yes. Um, and this and is so like, awesome what you're doing. I'm so I'm just so glad to be a part of this, man. I really yeah, am. yeah. I, I'm I'm so blessed just this year alone meeting the people we've met. You know, I I can't even remember the number, Ryan. We 
we're approaching our 40th episode already for this year. So there you go, especially coming from homeless to this man, talking about yeah. the come up. That's that momentum that you need. That's what I was just trying to talk about. That momentum that I needed. I needed to hit like a like a dirty spot where I was angry, and I, we wanted to break up. So I was single for years after that, trying to find out what I wanted to do in life. I started a small cleaning and restoration business. Um, I knew that, you know, that I wasn't going to be able to make it. You know, I didn't go to high school. I mean, I didn't go to college. I was high school grad. And, um, you know, you're so funneled in to go to college, put up all this money. If your parents don't have money, uh, you're probably not going to make it. You know what I'm saying? If they don't have the 40 grand, 100 grand to put in there, your ass is going to trade school or you're going to go to you're going to start working when you get off of high school, build up money, pay your way through. Well, I just didn't want to take that route. So I knew I was like, hey, let's let's hustle. Let's cut grass. Let's watch do what you got to do. Yeah. I was selling weed. You know, I was selling weed at the time. So kind of like speed up from 2010. I just started the business um, and that that took years to build. And I learned a lot about people. I learned a lot about um, their needs how to how to express how to talk to people uh learning how to give them something that they 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 value and then giving me something i value by a check you know a payment and learning that exchange of like you know your word you're saying that you are going to give someone something and in, in return for something uh so you learn a lot about your word and uh learning about like sticking to your guns uh if you're gonna say you're gonna be somewhere you're gonna be there um you know just discipline uh, something that I wasn't really learning as a young child, running around like crazy. I was, uh, I was unfortunate, single mom, you know, didn't have my dad around. So I was running around, Same here. Yep. you know, and yep. yeah, you understand when you, you, when you get too much power at a young age, it's not good. It's better no. to have absolutely nothing and be and hurt and then come from nothing. Cause I tell you what, that start up from nothing to something is a lot easier than that fall from something to nothing. You know, because oh, it's definitely, it's, definitely, on both ways. It's so, it's 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 so crazy how you know how you come from just a totally different geographical area, but yet we have a lot in common. You know, we both seen these struggles. You know, and we've had to yeah. make it come up. Dude, that's definitely. like I tell a lot of people. It's a it's a part. It's all we're all a part of the simulation, man. We really are. I believe this truly is as simple as a video game. You just got to play this game right. You know, you got to find something that you love to do. You got to find what you're here for. You know, I found what I'm here for. I found a wonderful community. You know, I found people that love what they love to do. And that helps me stay on my track on what I love to do. Because we all are around, man. We all we're around. Um, My plant education came from educated people. You know, if I didn't have Jeremy on my side, man, I wouldn't be here. Like where I am on my, you know, like what I know today, these past two years have been a transformation. I've been learning the past 10, 15 years, uh, educating myself, but it can only go so far. You know, right. you need a support system. You need to call your friend and say, Hey, let, you know, let's go, let's go to the pond. Let's go. Like, let's go. I, that's what I would do. I would ask my friends if they want to go to a pond with me, we're going to go harness some water and we're going to look at it under a microscope that I just got from my iPhone to 250 X microphone before Amazon. Oh, let's check it out. And that's who I was. I was checking out weird stuff. Like way back in the day, I was starting to make these different ferments because I saw the power of what, 
biology was already doing to waters, to pond systems, to river systems, to aquifers, and how these little fermentation systems, these little reservoirs create energy. They create power. Wow. And I wanted to learn how to harness that power. I want to learn that those microbes in that water were the same microbes inside of us, inside of the animals, inside of damn near everything. And I wanted to learn the connection between that because I was killing them when I was young. I was killing them with those antidepressants, those the Vicodin, the somas, all the painkillers and shit I was taking. Um, I learned that when you kill that biology, something else comes. Wow. Whether it be another biology, bacteria, mold, fungus, something else comes and it's replaced because it's coming to eat that food. So how do you protect your environment from the bad guys? You know, is you take away their environment. And that's what I've learned about with this product that I'm making right now is how can you not only uh, give life to healthy plants and keep them going, but turn around sick environments, turn around environments that are dead, that have no life to them. You know, things that have been left to die or have been, you know, ridden or, or lifeless, you know, uh, like myself, like I was saying, you know, some of us are just lifeless and we just need a little right information that's live, that's coming from real food, coming from a real good source. And it's all about that transfer of energy. It's not what you're eating. It's whatever you're eating ate. You know, it's, it's like the, the whole cow. Is, is a cow good? Is red meat good for you? Well, where did that cow eat for the past two, three years? You know, where is it? Where was it? Where's it been? Was there a factory right next to it? You know, and that's where I really dig in deep, you know, the source. You paint a picture that a lot of people don't think of, you know, and that's honestly what you did for me to even, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of all that stuff. I'm like, you know what? It's the source, man. It's, it's, it's where you, if you want good plants, good plants come from good soil, but what is the other side of that chain? Humans right. go back into soil. Where do you yeah. go when you die? You go back into exactly. soil. So be a good. All that human. comes from the soil returns to the soil. Exactly. Yes exactly so it's all about what you're putting into the soil so like when i'm sourcing my milk i get raw milk which is not a real thing anymore right uh it's it's illegal actually uh to possess because wow. it's it's just because of the contaminations you can get really sick if you were to leave this exposed for too long at the wrong temperature uh not pasteurized not homogenized so you're getting all these bacteria that are coming from the cow that can instantly change if you're not careful with it so Unfortunately, is it, it is an illegal thing uh, if you're not right next to a farm that can sell shares to the cow. Uh, in order for me to get the shares to this cow, I must uh, pay a monthly fee uh, for them to take care of my it's, it's considered my share of a cow and they take care of it. They feed it. And then, then once a week, I pick up its milk. So wow. once a week, once a week, I pick up fresh raw, uh, raw milk, fresh, raw, uh, fresh eggs. And then uh, grass-fed beef. So um, it's like a, yeah. trying to do a closed-loop system, trying to help out a small family farm. And at the same time, I'm sourcing some of the best grass-fed milk in Colorado, the Western Hemisphere. Uh, I would say the best milk in the nation uh, because I've had raw milk in Nicaragua. I've just gotten back wow. and did like a study out there on like prim uh, permaculture, uh, primitive agricultural techniques, um, did like uh, just just – toured with the people, just really uh, submerged myself with the people 
and how I could learn about their cattle, their cows, what kind of cows, the lineage of different cows, where do cows come from, how they weren't all over the regions of the world. They only were kefir and milks were only in certain part of their grazing areas. You know, we were only around wherever they were feeding, you know, how important they were to us. Um, there's a, you know, a, a old tale about like, it, you know, a, it's, it's sacred in, in like Indian religions and Hinduism and different things like that. But uh, long ago, long ago, the cow was the only thing that could save or maybe possibly some goat and sheep uh, would save your baby or your twins or you and your family if your your mother were to pass. You know, in Nicaragua, wow. they were telling me, uh, you know, it's culture still today to have your, your child at 16 and these little 16 year old girls were passing away and they would have to have a cow to save the baby from dying because the dad ain't going to make any man milk, you know, so right, right. So I'm learning that the importance of the cow. And that's why I chose the cow to use in my product into into thrive into the Yahweh. Um, it's just a it's a superior form of transfer of energy. Uh, it, the, if you look into breast milk, breast milk is the most nutri nutritious thing on this planet. It is loaded with everything that will not only feed a human, but it will feed an animal. It'll feed plants. You can give it to your soil. I don't, you never want to put milk directly into your soil. You never want to put sugar, high, highly densely sugar into your soil. Your plants are creating sugars. You never want to create that competition. So you always want to break that down by a fermentation process, by a, by a bacteria uh, or some type of microbe fungus to help break down those sugars and have those sugars become acids. And that's where it's super valuable to your soil. Uh, not You don't want to just throw molasses into your soils. Uh, like I said, you're, you're creating a competition because the, the plant's going to put out sugars. Uh, so you don't want to mess with that too much unless if they're broken down. That's why you always say, hey, throw some molasses in a compost tea because compost tea is going to break down that molasses. The bacteria is going to now create some type of acetic acid or some type of lactic acid, some type of whatever excrement from that given microbe right um right just digging deep into um like i said is the the having a good source is key and then whatever you're eating ate you know so i'm i'm, I'm putting good bacteria into the milk i'm putting a, a kefir scoby into that milk now i am altering that milk to go away that i want it to go very quickly because some people are like hey eric can i just like put some milk on my counter and just let it sit? No, because why they pasteurize all store-bought milk. You don't know what's gonna come in there in your practice. You open that up, something else gets in there. Uh, air is is the, the enemy in a sense. Uh, so, you know, you never wanna do that because you don't know what's gonna go on. If you wanted to just start making your own kefir, start to make your own Yahweh, you were to get grains. You got to get the grains from a great source. I've sourced mine over the years from different families all over the United States, uh, just doing my research. And that was through Etsy. Great platform. Wow. Wow. Great. Yeah. My family's uh, kombucha makers, soap makers. Uh, like I said, my grandmother, she was an astrology teacher. They had a health food store in the 80s called Nature Lovers, where I had my first job. Um, so my background's in health. And I just learned that. I'm going to give my soil whatever I'm eating, whatever I'm drinking. So I was making kefir. So I just decided to give it to my soil. It needed the probiotics. I was having trouble growing. It was I was doing good, but they weren't like you see all over TV or on the 
computer and oh my big buds oh it's like man right. it was tough tough and it wasn't until i started learning about compost teas fermentations uh lactic acid bacteria acetic acid bacteria so a lot of people only know about labs but there's also acetic acid bacteria is aa you know that's crazy. I, I, you're blowing my mind. I'm learning a lot of this stuff. And I'm remembering back to when I got my hands on some of this stuff. For, and I honestly didn't know what I was doing now, I'll be honest. I uh, was working with a company back in the day, Organic Alive. And they sent me some fermented stuff and some acids and stuff. And I yeah, honestly got the didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know how to use it. Oh, so, shit. It just you just sat yeah. you just sat yeah yeah oh i know i know what you're talking about like they got the fermented castor bean oil um yeah. they've got a couple of different lines we got it at the shop over at build a soil um but uh no that's some great products but it, it's man it's all about um like i said whatever you're eating eight you are literally giving bacteria food making them go crazy in water solution and then releasing them all railed up into your solution into your into your uh your soil right um but as far as like um i wanted to dig a little bit deeper into like um uh as far as like yahweh um what it is and why uh you need it as far as like not just you know yahweh uh even with miles with fermented plant extracts has a great line of ferments uh he's always coming out with some new recipes but it's about adding that catalyst like what i learned with myself you know, we are we are microbial bodies. We are trillions of cells of different things of, of other organisms, other bacteria, other forms of like downloaded information. Right. So if we can constantly inoculate our bodies with those things that we need, these aliens, really, they're 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 a bunch of bacteria that they'll come in for a little while, give us some really good health and then they'll leave or we can actually create them, meaning like if we're hung over. We're dying, our body's creating new bacteria, new cells to go in there and eat that cheeseburger you're about to eat. Same thing with the soil. The soil, the plant, the plant can create microbes and send it off and go get that piece of cow poop, go get that piece of fish and bring it back, right? But that takes a lot of energy. That's cell division. That means death is coming. That means the plant's using a lot of energy. So when you're using a ferment, you're taking that workload off the plant. You're not cell dividing. You're not using your ability to make microbes. You're getting them from above. You're getting them from below. You're getting from a human, giving them to you in your soil that are that have food, that have potassium, that have that have this breast milk, that have uh, potassium, calcium, magnesium, all these phospholipids, all these wonderful sugars. So now it can relax, and now it could say, you know what? Let's make more photos. Let's photosize. Let's make more photosynthesis. Let's make more leaves. Let's make more bud. Let's make more oil production. Because why? Now we have oil to make oil. A lot of people ask me, like, oh, what's what's a terpene? What's terpene? How you make terpenes? What's terpenator? Is terpenator a thing? Can you use terpenator? No, that's not a thing. How are you going to use liquid to make oils? Right. Oil and liquid don't mix, right? Unless if it's milk that has been emulsified 
broken down and now blended. It, it still doesn't blend 100% in the bottle. So when, with Yahweh, you have to shake it up because it's fats, it's oils, it's proteins, it's aminos. It's all the basic blocks to build a terpene. What is a terpene? It comes from oil. It's an oil that protects your plant from the sun's rays, from insects, from animals. It's a self-deterrent through smells, through touch, through sight, everything. It shines. It, it deters things like a, you know what I'm saying? So if you want that, you must use that to make that. Where is that going to come from? Milk. Milk has every property, over 90 different elements, just like fish. Old school heads use fish. Oh, just drop some fish. Just drop some fish in there. Just drop some fish. Why? Oils, omegas, omegas, three, six, nines, all your fatty acids are going to transition from that fish to that plant. So if you want oils, you want terpenes, you want really resonated plants, you must use the building blocks to make those oils. And that's all coming through acids, amino acids, fatty acids, like I was telling in the very beginning, acetic acid, lactic acid. These acids that are in ferments unlock and feed and actually help produce these things from thin air. Like I said, you're breaking one thing down and just transferring in the energy. You're not losing it. You're not gaining it. You just transfer that goodness from one cow, one fish to the soil, to the next, the next host. So wow. in a nutshell, there's so much yeah. more I can get into that, but that's as, that's the same as fast as I can get it out. Uh, but yeah, basically everybody wants oils, right? Oils for oils. Yeah. You want better skin? What do you do? Eat beef tallow, eat butter, coconut oil, avocado oil. You don't start drinking bleach. You don't start drinking miracle Grow. You know, you don't, you don't start throwing salts, synthesized salts. Synthesized salts will do the complete opposite. It'll dry out a terpene. That's why synthesized weed, dispo weed, salt-grown weed tastes like shit. Salts and oils, that's how you, that's how you preserve things. Right. Gypsums preserve their bodies. They put salt on oil. And the next thing you know, the mummy was 3,000 years old and then didn't change. So. We got somebody in the chat. Dre wants to know, is milk good in harvest? So I figured I would ask you. So is milk good in harvest? Yep. Meaning like to use like uh, some type of like fermenting your own milk to put into your soil or using Yahweh in soil? I'm not sure he didn't. Uh, really so like you don't want to you don't want to add you don't want to add any type of accelerants, enzymes, anything that's going to really heighten and excite the soil when you're about to harvest. Because why that thing that I was just talking about, the terpene, it's trying to now finish. It's trying to ripen. It's like an apple on a tree. It's not worrying about growing anymore. It grew its size weeks ago. It's worrying about a bricks level. It's worrying about it gets sugars because the sugars are going to really what's going to protect the seed and it's going to give the seed enough food meaning the surrounding areas enough sugar enough fuel to get the seed going the next round this doesn't have seeds so we're growing sugar so we don't want to put any types of sugar we don't want to put any type of accelerant any type around like three four weeks harvest um, and you're going to know you got to know your strain because uh, harvest is always a weird thing to talk about. When do we harvest? When do you chop trichomes, amber hairs, da, 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 da. If you have healthy soil, you have a healthy plant. 
your flowering times are going to go way longer than you think. And they should, just like a human. If you're healthy, you're going to live longer. Same thing with the plant. If it's healthier, yep. that eight-week finisher is going to go nine weeks. And don't rush it. This is where your flavors are coming in. But no, I would not use anything, uh, especially don't use raw milk or pure milk in your soil uh, any at any time. Uh, throw it in compost outside maybe, but I always break that down with a uh, compost tea, ferment. You can actually pour milk into a compost tea. It gets a little weird, but I've done it and, and you can, it's a food source. It's carbohydrate. It's a, it's a sugar. I've known people actually used um, Guinness beer in their compost teas. Uh, with the bacterial, do the bacterial after they're done with the carbohydrates, all done with the sugars, the yeast, they'll all go after the alcohol. So there won't be any alcohol after 24 hours. It'll all be gone. Uh, and it's you're breaking down more enzymes from the barley and the hops. But anyways, that's another story. But yeah, the milk, don't do anything uh, near harvest. Uh, maybe some coconut sugar. And that's about it. That's the potassium that's going to help with the bricks level. Potassium is a fuel source for, 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 for moisture and cell transpiration, just like the human body. Salt and potassium are, is needed for cell development and communication. So potassium's all, the reason why potassium is pumped at the end is because it's always pumped. It's always needed. It's something that's for health, not for getting big buds. It's for health. Health of the plant brings big buds. Definitely. Holly Agroli asks, does harvesting your trichomes that are clear or amber determine what type of effect you have, regardless of what strain it is? And yes. I, I, I believe so, too. Yes, yes, yeah. because why? It's because it's stored information. All right. A terpene is, is not just this oil consistency. It's literally stored information. Like I was saying, we are drugs. We have the ability to create information. That plant has that information. OK, you're transferring that information each and every day when you go talk to it. When you feed it certain things, it's going to store certain informations into that oil protein, into that oil enzyme. And you are now going to inhalate that. You're going to eat that and get that plant's information that you instilled in that. All right. So if you let that information expire, it will give you expired information. It will give you more of a la lazy high and it won't be yeah. the same information. It'll be real slow. It'll be disturbed, dying. You'll get the you'll get the tail into that information, meaning it was slowly oxidizing, slowly dying. Um, now, some people like that. Some people love that like narcotic. I want to, everything to melt away. Now, if you like that, yes. And that is a that is a, a want in some needs in some cases, but I stay away from that because it um, it gets me too down. It gives me more of an edible feel. You know, you do get that more of indica in the couch lock because literally it's cells that are dying, uh, so it's oxidizing, and you are now taking in that somewhat slowly dying information. That's just what I believe. That's what I've learned over the years, just talking with different people and just kind of gathering information, you know, you just, it deteriorates. It does. You could see it under a microscope. Uh, just the, the whole chemical makeup changes. Definitely. Definitely. I can believe that. Definitely. I find like I get that couch lock weed. I'll, I'll smoke that in the evenings, but like, man, that next morning's a bitch to wake up. You're drinking like four <laughs> cups of coffee. You're fucking trying to during a cold shower, you're like, ah, oh, you know, it's right, like, oh, right, man, yep. like, watch that bag of weed, like smoke that maybe, I don't know, like at five o'clock, not at 10, <laughs> you know? 
Definitely. And now I, I, I'm the type of guy. I guess I smoke according to the time of day. Yeah. On what oh, I have. I have too, but if I like my sativas during the day and my indicas at night, but yeah, that's just me. Same and here. That's how I am. I'm I'm so for that, but even my so-called indicas, I'll let them. I'll 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 harvest them with barely any amber, any amber, because I want to enjoy that high. I find like sometimes the fuckers things that just knock me out within thirty minutes right. or an yeah. hour. I'm like, I'm like, well, that wasn't fun, <laughs> you know. But definitely, I mean, definitely. you know, hey, whatever floats your boat. But yes, for sure, uh, I'm a strong believer in like if you let those trikes amber out you will get a narcotic high that clear but it's going to come from the plants genetic in the plant first you know you can lean and steer one more the certain way for sure um but you know some plants just hit heavier you know my chems have always hit heavy like got you like sideways a little bit like you're sending an email or something and you fuck that email up you're like uh oh you're like right right <laughs> definitely so we're going to ask you a few questions that we normally ask because we got a couple minutes left here before we hit the hour mark. And I usually ask everybody a set of four or five questions here. The first one being, how did you determine or come across cannabis your first time and where'd you get it from? Man. Oh, dude, it was a, as a buddy of mine. He actually passed away. Um, some kind of crazy uh, stomach cancer. Um, and, uh, he was the first I drank alcohol with, we got stupid, wasted puking in the streets, you know, like the first time ever drinking, first time ever smoking. And that's where I learned that I like, I learned, I did not like alcohol. I liked cannabis. I was like, uh, uh, this is poison, dude. I don't know how you like this. This is poison. I like smoking right. a little weed and it was out of a Coke can, but we were smoking plastic and we loved it. <laughs> we had no idea because you had you you got the plastic liner inside the coke can right and yeah yeah it was aluminum you were smoking paint um but yeah man smoking i remember first time smoking was at a buddy's house it's a weekend dude and we were like man he's like i got some i got some weed dude i'm like what you got some weed and like i said this is highly illegal the south right and yeah. um yeah, man. So it was, uh, yeah, it was smoking, smoking some, some Reggie, some, and I remember, man, we'd hit that bowl and it would start popping. You'd light up seeds and it would just blow the bowl up. Yeah. Yep. yep. Fireworks, you know? <laughs> um, but what was the, the question that was just, uh, as far as well, that was uh, basically it. Yeah. Is where you got it from and you know, yeah. how old were you yeah, and stuff that, like that. The, 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 that corrupt buddy, you know, that unfortunately he's not with us anymore, but, uh, Man, he uh, he got me in the scene and, and put it out on the table like, you know, like a, like a, a father should do. Like, here, boy, this is this is what's out there. I'm going to lock this door and we're going to see what's going to happen. Twelve hours later, I'm, you know, and learn. Yep, exactly, exactly. So when you get high, everybody has a go-to munchie or something they like to eat or anything. What is yours? Man, dates, dates and goji berries, fruit. All right. It used to be high chews. It used to be fucking junk. It used to be a, a lot of like, you know, just ice cream or, you know, sugar. Sure. Um, sure. Man, but that's what made my next day miserable. That's what made me not feel good the next day, not have any fucking energy because I was just right. pounding down cereal, even organic cereal, even all this organic shit, organic cookies, organic. Tate's cookies. 
Um, don't get me wrong. I love all that, dude. I love it all. But uh, here recently, the past couple of years, man, it's been been spending a lot more fruit. Try to get dried fruit from like your natural groceries. But uh, man, I love just munching down. Don't get me wrong. I still love like ice cream, but I try to stick on like fruit, fresh apples, fresh peaches out here. We're in peach and Appleville. So lately okay. I've been munching down on peaches, apples, um, bananas, um, Trying to keep it healthy, man. But don't get me wrong. I love my little high chews here and there. I love a fucking brownie. Um, definitely. You know, definitely cakes and brownies, cookies. You know, more more of like like if you were like a like a girl that baked. That's it. You're, I would I'd be a sucker for you. Definitely, definitely. So, I guess with that being said, you know that leads me into my next question, and this one is typically the one that we ask you to use your first thought that pops in your head your organic thought if you could smoke with anybody dead or alive who would it be and why joe rogan joe rogan okay. because uh man it, it i i would have said jeremy you know years ago because i was like hooked on like organics and build a soil and now i'm not only next to him but i'm helping film those videos uh that right. he's producing. So uh, it would have to be a Joe Rogan because that would be like this next milestone because I never thought I would be here. I never thought I would be working for Build a Soil, having a, a product that Build a Soil, uh, just having an immense like uh, like I said, the community, the support. And that was a huge milestone selling everything, jumping fifteen hundred miles away on a limb, watching somebody on YouTube. I was watching Jeremy on YouTube. All of a sudden I was like, I want to be that guy. I want to do what he's doing. I want to learn yep. what he knows. I want to be next to this person. So this is an amazing question. So as far as like my next jump would be like Joe Rogan or somebody like that, because that's someone that is connecting people, someone that is like yourself. You are connecting like minds. And that is the most powerful thing that you can do on this planet. And that's why it's getting shut down because the, they, they are learning how powerful like me and you getting together and having one person or two people or a thousand people or a hundred thousand people see that how powerful that is so i mean yeah Joe Rogan, anybody kind of person that is is really loving the fact that they're connecting others and having them gain extreme success because anybody he brings on or whoever boom it's like yeah definitely respect and trust and value though you know oh, excuse me hey. Didn't mean to yawn. Sorry no, about no, that. I'm out of there. But definitely. Um. So, I guess with that being said, you know, we kind of want to hear how you got in the position with Jeremy. Like, but at the same time, we're kind of limited on time here, so I don't want you to get too deep. And I also, if you want to give any thanks to anybody or where we can find you at, that would be great as well. Yeah. So uh, as far as the the first part, though. Um where um how did i meet or how did build a soul come yeah definitely we just kind of want to touch on that a little bit okay yeah so as far as uh i was just basically youtubing organic soil practices uh living soil practices i started really digging deep into organic grows um and basically just learning from him not being able to sleep at night and just i mean one day i was having a terrible day at work I had sold my business. I was going another route, doing HVAC work, AC work. And 
I called Build-A-Soil. I was like, hey, this is, this is crazy, but I'd like to book a trip out there to come out on an interview. Not even sure if y'all are interviewing, but I'd like to come out and interview. I'd love to do what y'all are doing. And, I, it, you know, I, I gave a nice little story. And they said, okay. They're like, all right, well, you know, you sound good. We're, uh, we actually just let a guy go. When can you make it? I said, two weeks. So booked a flight, jumped on a plane, got the job, was out here two months later. I got wow. I the interview in August, September 21. I mean, uh, August, yeah, August of 21. I had my first day was September 20th, 2021. And that was pure out of that voice in the back of your head, man. Just like how when you were pushing that corner, you lost your parents. You thought you lost everything. You thought you didn't have anything. And then you started your own little podcast. You started your own yep. vision. You started your own. You listened to that voice. So it was purely that exactly. voice. Some people call it God, Allah, Muhammad, whatever. Universe, source. It is something just as long as you listen to that, you'll be okay. That's what I did. Just yeah. really listening to that voice. And then uh, what was the other part? The other part was just kind of where can we find you at and oh, where can um, people connect with you? Man, you can connect me. Always call Build a Soil. I'll be one of the guys answering the phone. I'm the uh, customer service rep over there. I'm into education, sales. So if you ever wanted to just kind of talk about living soils, talk about fermentation, talk about anything on the, the plant soil realm, give me a call over there. Love to you know show you what we have to offer to to help you start with your first grow, your 10th grow. If you wanted to, you know, do some some microgreens or some cannabis or some fruit trees, I could definitely help you out there. If not, uh, Thrive Yahweh Instagram, reach to me out there um, or my Facebook, Eric Garrett. Um, I, that's about it, man. It's uh, uh, my number information's on the bottles. So whenever you buy a product, you can definitely reach out to me personally. My phone number's on the bottle. Okay, wow, awesome. Definitely, definitely. Sorry, I'm sweating here. It's a little warm in here. No, nah, no. Nah. But um, well, with that, with that being said, you guys, before we let everybody off the horn here, we're gonna do our weekly seeds of bounty. Excuse me. You guys know how that goes. So with that being said, I'm gonna get that going here. Uh, five minute window. You guys know how it works. Keyword will be coming in the chat, and. Is there anything else or anybody you want to thank before we let you go while we're doing this raffle here? Man, uh, I, I'm just realizing that that was a chat button on the right. So whoever's been chatting along and writing in this chat, and now I'm reeling David, Holly, Hipsters, Dre. Oh, man, I'm just looking at all this, guys. Um, thank you, Definitely. Tom Hall, who's, who's still here, who's, who's tuned in to, to watch this, man. It's... Uh, uh, what you're watching is two individuals that are that are on a dream right now, on an adventure, man. It's uh, so it's a. Uh, I thank whoever's watching this right now, and my supporting team that whoever's not watching this that are with me each and every day, whether it be in spirit or physical reality. Thank you for thank you for being here. Like how Lucas over yeah, here, but man, I appreciate yeah. all you guys out here. That's awesome, man. Yeah, definitely. We appreciate you coming in on and sharing some knowledge and. We're hoping that we can get you a couple more followers and yeah, maybe a couple more customers. Too. Definitely. Oh, I think we froze them. Oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh, guys. Uh-oh, what happened? Oh, we got you back. You froze for a second. Yep. Oh, we're losing you again. Oh. Yep. 
yeah i don't know if the wi-fi is acting up there or what but yeah we definitely uh here we go we got about there we go good all right yep yep all right well yeah i was about to say are you can hear me now yep all right i was about to say i got we got t-shirts too support us over at build a soul we got build a soul t-shirts we got um myself we got some thrive t-shirts uh all on the website um yeah reach out to me that way reach out to if y'all you know we want to try to connect with jeremy at build a soil you know uh we could try to make that happen he's a very busy guy but you know we can see what we can do definitely definitely yeah he's busy i, I talk yeah. to him every now and then it's great he answers and yeah, a lot he of will, questions. yeah he will get back with you my man he will get back definitely, with you. We'll about definitely. You today. we got two and a half minutes on this contest guys I unfortunately am starting to get a little bit of a headache too because it's been a long day. I'm getting tired here. But uh, so, you know, with that being said, you know, we have a lot of cool stuff coming on with you guys coming up this fall that I want to kind of touch on for the people that don't know. Well, we got a few minutes here. We're, we're going to be running a four by four living soil bed, working with Build a Soil, Jeremy, and one of my friends who is a local soil company and geologist country roots out of Michigan here. And I'd we're going to put the, some Yahweh. That'll be cool. Definitely. Anything you want to do, you know, we're down, you know, we're going to be working with blue mat. We're going to be running a, a blue mat system. I'm going to plumb in a 27 gallon tote with a, for a reservoir. And uh, that'll give me a couple of days leeway there. As far as watering, we're working with the eco wet and it's just going to be fun you know we're we're working with kind led we're going to run the x750 and a 5x5 gorilla grow tent it's just going to be a wild fun fall run definitely but before that we got to get this uh summer i guess you'd call it summer outdoor season run completed i've been taking plants down for the past three weeks and i'm just getting started so I've, I haven't tapped into the two that are 17 foot tall yet, but them are getting there. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be fun. Definitely. Definitely. There you go. But yeah, definitely. Uh, I'll see what else I could do, man. I got some friends in the realm. We'll see if we can get you like some straw logs and stuff too. That would be cool. Definitely. Definitely. We got 50 seconds, guys. And we're going to pick a winner. And then I will have you reach out to me if you win. Organicallyblunt at gmail.com. Or on Instagram at Organically Blunt. DM me your address if you win tonight, and we'll get you out a pack of seeds. So that being said, yeah, definitely, definitely. It's 30 seconds, guys. And once we pick this winner, we'll wrap this show up, and everybody can enjoy the rest of their evening. This was a totally awesome and educational show, and I cannot say anything bad about it. No, man, I, I really, I greatly appreciate this. I had a great time. I had a great time. Definitely, man. definitely, definitely. It was awesome. I know, I can go on, but man, I, I feel like there's just so much more we can get into, but it's just a, a rant, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, always is. Okay, here we go, guys. Here we go. They're going to pick a winner. All right. It should be coming across the chat any minute. And what do you have going on here, Jay? We give away a seeds of bounty, basically a right. pack of seeds from one of our partners every week. And yeah, that kind of is how it goes. That's who won? 
Badass is the winner this week. Congratulations, Badass. All right. So reach out to me and we'll get you something out there, sir. Definitely. Definitely. And uh, most likely we are doing some things with Seedsman. I'm going to shoot him a message in the morning. And what they're working on is where we can give you guys a call. You can go right on their website and pick out any of your the genetics of their brand right off the website, and they'll ship it to you. So we got that going for you guys, definitely. So with that being said, Eric, we appreciate you coming on the Organically Blunt Show. You enjoy the rest of your evening. And as always, everybody, stay high, stay lit, and stay organic. Have a great night, everybody. Thanks for coming on. Later, guys. Later. Let's take a second to thank our partners. Grow Strong Industries, the makers of Gorilla Grow Tent, Kind LED, and Lotus Nutrients. For the strongest tents in the industry, Gorilla Grow Tent has you covered. Kind LED for quality bar-style lighting with UVB technology. And Lotus Nutrients, take the guesswork out of feeding your plants and building a healthy root system. The HLG Scorpion 700R is a quality light built in the U.S. by Horticulture Lighting Group. If you're looking for quality results, Humboldt Seed Company, with over 20 years experience in Humboldt County, Humboldt's first seed. Captain Redbeard Seeds, genetics that are loyal to the soil. Lost Coast Plant Therapy, an all-organic IPM solution. Build a soil loyal to the soil. Country Roots, farmers helping farmers build quality soil and amendments. Smoke and Stork Genetics, genetics that are truly applied above. Seedsman Genetics, a seed company that has been in business for over 20 years. Fish Shit, an all-natural soil conditioner. Sofem Genetics. Green Wolf Genetics. Extreme Gardening, world-leading microcryosine. Dry tents, because we all need a place to dry our harvest. Rain Science Grow Bags, made in America and the most durable bag on the market. Thanks for listening to Organical Blunt, raw, uncut, and unedited. If you like this episode, be sure to like, share, and subscribe. And you can email us at organicallyblunt at gmail.com. You can also follow us where you listen to podcasts.